and welcome to another edition of the Melanated Mom Podcast, where we keep ourselves as individuals, but we raise creative, innovative, and independent thinkers. Can't wait to meet you on the other side. Let's go. Hey, mamas. Okay, so which one of you are ready to start a podcast? Don't raise your hand because I can't see you, but... I can tell you some of the amazing things that Anchor has to offer you in terms of making a podcast. First of all, Anchor is the easiest way that you could ever record your podcast. It's free. They have tons of creation tools for you to use right from your phone or your computer. They will also help you distribute your podcast so you have to do no extra legwork. And it can be heard on places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and many other listening platforms. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need all in one place. So if you're ready to get started, go download the Anchor app for free at anchor.fm. And guess what? I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, mamas, how you guys doing? I'm coming to you today with a solo episode. Why? Because I don't have any recorded interviews in the bank. (laughs) So I'm like, well, you better get on here and come with something correct to speak about on the solo episode. And here I am once again, unprepared. So I have to get some interviews under my belt so that I won't be trying to play catch up every time I'm getting ready to release a a podcast. So I'm hoping that everybody is back into the swing of school. All the kids got back into school. I'm thinking that after Labor Day, for sure, everyone is back in school. I know East Coast usually starts right after Labor Day. So I hope that you guys are enjoying um, being back into a little routine. I know as much as we long for summer, then after a long summer, you long for routine again. So I'm getting back into my little routine. I Went to the gym this morning. I went yesterday. Yeah, I went yesterday morning too. So, you know, two good days in a row. Two good days that I didn't sit in the garage. I had like five people text message me this morning and tell me not to sit in the garage. So shout out to y'all. Thank you for helping me get out the garage. And people asking for proof. They want receipts tomorrow. I had asked them to ask me for receipts but two people actually said, yeah, you didn't send receipts. So we need to see them tomorrow. So, yep, I'll send you that sweaty, messy picture tomorrow to show you that I actually went to go work out. So today I would like to talk about FOMO. You all know about FOMO, right? The fear of missing out. The fear of missing out FOMO. This thing is like a true demon. What is behind this whole idea of FOMO? And does anybody realize that we really didn't suffer from the fear of missing out until the big explosion of social media? I guess back then, like we knew people might have been doing stuff, but it wasn't so in your face. Even when social media first started, like what I look back like 10 or 11 years ago when I wasn't really posting pictures where I was just posting words and where other people were just posting paragraphs or words or whatever they were doing. 
and it didn't seem like you were really missing out. But now people will be posting videos and pictures and you'd be like, they be doing everything fun. They go everywhere. Their kids are so good. Man, their husband do nice stuff for them. Have you mad at people in your house for no entire reason? Because you're looking at pictures on the internet of people who are posting the best of the best. So yeah, I think that it's gotten a lot worse since the explosion of social media. And if you don't check that thing, you will be in some real trouble. Um, Before I go anything, go any further with the whole FOMO conversation, I do want to say that there are certain things that you have to do, certain things that you are called to do and dreams and desires that you want to fulfill for yourself. And FOMO will not help you arrive there. If you get hung up on the fear of missing out on things that don't have nothing to do with your dreams or your goals or your purpose in life, then you're going to be all the way over here doing stuff that is not for you when you're supposed to be on the complete opposite end concentrating on the things that you've been called to do. So in essence, it just digs you deeper into a rabbit hole because you over here trying to produce what you want to produce and what you think is for your life. And then you get distracted. Then you look at what they doing over there and you say, Ooh, I'm about to try to do that for a little while. So you run over there and you do that. And then you look back at the thing that you're supposed to do and you're like, (laughs) dang, I'm not very far on this thing yet. But that's because you keep running all the way over there to everything else. We can't be everywhere. I always say we can't do all the things. I'm finally getting to the point in my life where I'm not even trying to do all the things. Like it's like basically one thing a day. (laughs) That's about all I can handle. You know, work, kids going to school all that kind of stuff. There's kind of no choice in that. But when we get to these weekends, which, excuse me, you guys, um, and we try to talk about doing like, you know, two or three things on a Saturday. I'm like, my energy is already low thinking about doing two or three things on a Saturday. I just get too pulled. And that's the same thing. It the same the way it is like, with our dreams and our purpose and our passion. It's like, you can't do anything well being pulled in all these different directions. So it really is something that we have to put out of our minds. And and I don't know like what the best way for you to do that is, but sometimes I have to like not look at social media or not look at all these different invites that I'm getting to different things. Because if I already have a plan or a goal set up for example, say for a weekend that I have to do point in case, case in point, however you say it, I think it's case in point. (laughs) I really need to clean out my garage right now. And I've been needing to clean out my garage for like three or four weeks. But every time I look at something that's going on on Facebook, instead of cleaning up my garage, what am I doing? Trying to keep up and go everywhere and do everything. And my garage is a mess. So every time I drive in there, I'm irritated. But that's from being pulled. 
So we have to at some point say, okay, something has to give. Something's going to have to be let go so that we can do the thing or the things that we feel like we have to do in the moment. And I actually believe in my heart of heart, heart of hearts, that FOMO is the thief of joy. It steals your joy from you. Did you hear what I said? That FOMO is the thief of joy. I don't think that. And I will go as far to say that if FOMO is the thief of joy, then comparison is its first cousin. It's a pretty big joy stealer too. And they pretty much go hand in hand because when you're busy looking at what everybody else is doing, then what do we start doing? We start comparing our lives to other people's lives. And um, you're comparing your real upfront live and center life to somebody's Instagram life, somebody's Insta story. That whole 40 seconds of their life that you saw, you comparing your whole day to that. There's no comparison, first of all, because that's the best of the best. And second of all, it's, if it's not what you're doing right now, it's just not what you're doing right now. Be okay and be content with whatever it is that you're doing in the moment. And when I say you, I'm talking about me. Got to be okay with it. Um, And walking in purpose, like, how can we walk in purpose? Uh, I'm just going to use an example, like an extreme example. So say that um, you were called to be a cake decorator. And you just over here making your little fancy cakes, just doing your little thing. And then you look over here and start trying to compare your life to somebody who is a lawyer. And then you try to go do lawyer stuff. That's like an extreme opposite, of course. But then you get caught up trying to do something else. Then you forget about your fancy little cakes over here. And then you come back and you say, man, I haven't really gotten anywhere with this dream or this goal of decorating cakes. Uh, duh. You've been over here trying to do everything else. So yeah, you haven't gotten there. And I would even go as far to say that it doesn't even make sense for you to compare yourself to another cake decorator because that person is not you. You're not that person. Whoever, whatever clients or knowledge that God has for them or has called them to, that's for them. Whatever clients and knowledge that God has called you to, that's for you. So it's not even a competition. So you could even high five that person. You could even compliment them on their beautiful cake decoration. It takes nothing away from you. It actually adds to you by showing that you are able to support other people. That's the same thing with this whole podcast thing, guys. Like I can't put my eyes on other people at all. I can't do it. I listen to other people's podcasts because that's my thing. That's my jam. I like to listen to podcasts. So I listen to like everybody. I'm like part of a women's podcasting group on Facebook and I just go through there and I find new people. and I want to hear how they're doing things and I'm just interested. It's just my thing that I like to do. But people out here getting downloads, y'all. 
I see them. They be posting. Oh, I just got 10K downloads, 20K downloads. I'm over here on the struggle bus. I'm almost at 1K downloads. Okay. I almost made it. But guess what? I'm happy over here with my little 900 and I think 55 downloads for now. It is what it is. I haven't gotten 10K downloads yet. And and yet is is the key word that you need to concentrate on because I don't have it today, but I'm going to have it. <laughs> so I don't get caught up in what other people have or what they're doing because it doesn't take anything away from what I'm doing. They do something completely different than I do. They reach a different audience. They talk a different way. They have different things to say. They got 10,000 downloads doing that. And I got almost 1,000 doing this right now. And what I say and what I have to remember, and I heard somebody else say it, I can't remember else I would give them credit for this, but it's like you filled a room with 953 people. Y'all, when have I ever filled a room with 953 people? Not till I started this podcast. So yeah, I'm trying to fill a room with 10,000, but I'm going to be real happy when I fill a room with 1,000. And you have to think about life like that, else you will be sad all the time. And guess what I'm not trying to be? Sad all the time. I want to be happy. I want to be filled with the joy of the Lord. So when I start comparing myself to people, I'm not. So I don't, I I just have to shy away from that because it really affects me in a different way. Like I could start to get sad and depressed for days and days and days. And that does nothing for me. I just don't want to be that person anymore. I've been hurt for a lot of years and I'm just not interested anymore. So while people over there getting 10,000 downloads, I'm still over here working. I'm doing my research. I'm supporting other mamas and their podcast or other women in their podcast, but I'm not getting tripped up. I'm not getting tripped up while I do that. Um, so I think that's the key is to not be tripped up, not to be moved. That's what it is. Don't be moved. And I have to realize, too, that this isn't a sprint. None of this. I mean, even for what you're doing, uh, I want to keep referring back to you, too, because I don't want to just make it like I'm talking about myself. But whatever you're doing, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. You have so much time to get this done. You're on nobody's timetable to do this fast. And success for most of us normally doesn't happen overnight. If it does happen for you overnight, I'm not mad at you. But I refuse to get my panties in a bunch or have myself feeling unimportant because I'm not there yet. So high five to those who would happen for overnight and high five to me that it hasn't happened overnight, but I'm still a work in progress. And I'm going to keep working on that because I said I have not yet got 10,000 downloads. So as long as there's a yet, there is a way possible for you to do what you're going to do and for me to do what I'm going to do. So you have to stay in the game and stay on the grind. I just had this big FOMO um, experience (laughs) right before school started. I'm going to kind of switch gears a little bit. I'm trying to look at my notes too. So... I wanted my kids to go to this school, you guys. 
I really wanted them to go to the school that serviced African-American and and, um, Latino kids. I thought it would be such a great idea. Like me and my husband, we grew up in neighborhoods where we were surrounded by people who look like us. And I just feel like it was a wonderful experience. You know, everybody had a messed up hair day. You know, your mama did your hair at night and your braids didn't come out right. Or, you know, you had lopsided ponytails or whatever, but we all looked the same. So it kind of was like not a big deal. We, we knew the struggle of each other. Right. So we can embrace that with each other. And then I even went on to HBCU which is, was even less like more of us. Like, it's like nothing like that collective feeling of us. So anyway, my kids don't have that y'all because we live in the suburbs. So I was like, yeah, they're going to go to the school and they're going to be around black people. They're going to be around Latino people and it's going to be all good. So my new friends, Ryan and Melanie, shout out to y'all if y'all listening They had to listen to so much crap from me this summer while I was trying to make this decision because I had this whole FOMO thing going on. I was so double minded. Like we have this school. It is less than five minutes away from me a drive. And I wanted to drive my kids to a whole nother city because I wanted them to go to the school. And so I had a, a detailed conversation with Melanie and she was like, you know, they got the whole melanated mama living in their house. Like you can make things happen and you can make things work in your community. Do what you need to do there and stay close to home. I'm doing this because I have to do it. And so she made a lot of sense. So I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I feel real confident about saying, okay, we're not going to go. Well, two days before our school started, because they started school way before us, like two weeks, I think. Um, So two days before our school started, they called me and told me that my daughter wasn't on the waiting list anymore, that she could get in so she could start right away. This was like on a Thursday that they called me. And so I went back to that double mindedness. I went back to that fear of missing out because I had heard that these two moms that I'm in contact with that are friends of my daughter, they were having a good experience. And I was seeing the pictures, Facebook, y'all. And like, oh man, I got to do this. I should go there. I should go there. So here I am again, getting all paranoid and scared. And, oh, they should do this. I don't know why I'm not going to just take them over here. Just causing myself a whole bunch of unnecessary stress because I'm scared I'm going to miss out on something. If that school is good and great, it's going to be there next year too. And my kids can go there next year. So I I just, when I, when I experience fear of missing out, I start getting real panicky. Like, you know, like this is a life or death situation. This is not a life or death situation. Your kids are still learning. They're still in the school. They're still growing. There are black people at that school. Like you ain't completely left out here on the island. You know, you ain't like living in Idaho or Utah or something. Um, So it's fine. But again, when we start getting in in this headspace, like we're missing something, then it does. It causes you to just be so double minded. And I don't want to be like that anymore. 
Like, I'm sick of being double-minded. Like, pray about the thing, move on from the thing. You either doing this or you doing that. You either dealing with it or you not dealing with it. You either going or you not going. Why does that have to be a whole decision like that? <laughs> like a rabbit hole decision. It's just not fun for me anymore. I've finally gotten to the point where it's not fun. I don't know if it was ever fun, but I, I think that I'm just really sick of being that indecisive about things when it's not the end of the world. And I think it's just a really good place to be in, to be able to say, you know what? I didn't make it to that one, but that's okay. Those people look like they had a good experience with it and I'm completely excited and happy for them. And maybe I'll have that same experience or maybe I won't have that same experience. Maybe it's not for me. And it's, that's okay too. So I think that we really have to come to that, that place where if we miss out, the world doesn't end there. We don't, we don't stop there. So I encourage you that the next time you see somebody doing something real fun, or you see somebody doing something that you think you want to do when you know you got work to do, like you working on a book or you working on a podcast or you trying to get this clothing line off the ground or you trying to find a new job or whatever, that you just be happy for them and you don't fear missing out, but that you just become so excited for what this other person is getting blessed with and knowing that if the blessings are falling over there, that God has not forgotten about you, that the blessings will still fall in your direction too, but your blessings might look a lot different than theirs. I encourage you to pick something, pick something, one thing. I love Rachel Hollis. I've been listening to her books and she makes a lot of sense. Pick one thing. Because when you're trying to focus on four or five things at a time, it doesn't work. It gets you all off track and you end up feeling frustrated. For me, it causes a lot of anxiety. And I don't recover fast from that, you guys. And I don't want to be in a place where I'm continually trying to recover from things. So I was just in a position to to do a big PTA job um, at our school and I had to turn it down because I have other things that I want to concentrate on. Like I want to concentrate on this podcast. I'm trying to get 10,000 downloads (laughs) y'all. So if I'm up here trying to do this PTA thing, I might not. And then I'm going to be sad. I'm going to be like, Oh, the podcast isn't doing well. Because you're not working the podcast. You trying to work the podcast and the PTA and lose weight and be a good mama and all this other stuff is too much for me. It might not be too much for other people, but it's too much for me. So I need to concentrate and work on the things that I feel like I want to work on right now. And I would I would urge you to do the same, especially if it makes you anxious, you know, If you a boss and you be killing everything like that, girl, teach me your ways. I'm not there. (laughs) But if it makes you anxious and it's it pulls you, I encourage you to find ways around that by doing 
doing one thing and then concentrating on joy, whatever brings joy for you. Because going out to the club don't bring me joy. So I don't know why I get sad when I see people on the Internet going out to the club. I don't even have club clothes. (laughs) I do not want to go to the club, but it just looks like they having fun. So if it doesn't bring me joy, if it never bought me joy, it didn't bring me joy when I was 18 years old. 21 or whenever, whenever you went to the club. See, I don't even know the age. That's how much joy it didn't bring me. (laughs) So, um, do the things that bring you joy and do them well. I feel like I'm repeating myself. So I am going to let you guys go. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, by the way, if you have not yet shared any of these episodes with a friend, please share them with a friend. This might be a good one to share with a friend. I know people will be going through FOMO like crazy. So this might be a really good one to share with one of your good girlfriends. And if you are an Applehead, like I'm an Applehead, I encourage you to leave me an honest review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. I look forward to seeing some new reviews. They're like little love letters to me. Um, And if you have something to say about something that I can improve on, I'd also like to hear about that. So here is me wishing you a good a good rest of the week. It's Wednesday, so we middle of the week and we had a long weekend. So, you know, y'all should be y'all should be fresh right now. We only been at work for one day, (laughs) but I wish you a blessed week and I will talk to you next week. All right. Take care guys. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the melanated mom podcast. Let's stay connected. Read my blogs over at MelanatedMom.com. Stay connected with me on Facebook at Melanated-Mom, on IG at MelanatedMomPodcast, and my new Twitter account at MelanatedMom1. Talk to you soon.